now I gotta pull it up on my phone, which is so unprofessional. It's so unprofessional. I gotta pull up the stream on my phone so we can see if it's working. Why did last time? Huh? Because I gave the the uh, oh well, that's a client computer. That's what I had last week. That's a client computer, and so I've I've unplugged it and turned it off because I finished doing the thing I said I was gonna do with the hard drive, and it's all ready to give back to the client. So I think my dad's gonna give it back to the client tomorrow because it's someone from my dad's work. Um, and then the Mac Pro is at my dad's house because I gave that to him, and I've got the Dell Dimension over there. But that thing's not powerful enough to watch live streams anyway. Really? It's that bad. Uh, yeah, it's that bad. That's why I gave him the Mac Pro. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now I'm screwed. I don't have anything. I gave Kirsten her laptop back, so we don't have that. Um, kind of regretting that decision. I drove Kirsten to Walmart two times this week uh, because I found out that when I, I gave her laptop back, how many weeks ago was it that I gave her laptop back? I don't, I don't know. Um, Three? Four? <laughs> Three or four? It was, it was like at least a month ago that I gave Kirsten's yeah. laptop back, and um, video format or mime type is not supported. Do you have like the Hitbox app installed, or can you not get that unless you have Wi-Fi? Nah, dummy. probably could. I don't. I don't All right. Well, oh, I've got Twitch installed. We should be streaming to Twitch. I'll just see if our Twitch is uh, active. If I can search Twitch by channel. All right. I searched none of the street. I did not get us. Hmm. So you're gonna need to download the Hitbox app on your phone. But um, first, I'll introduce us. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jacob Kaufman. I'm Adam Hunt. And this is the Nerdin' Street Podcast for July 29th, 2016. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. I can't... Oh, the fact that your phone is shattered. The Twitch app from the App Store. Why you understand what an App Store is. Yeah, why doesn't this work? Because it does It says video... Oh, it doesn't say video or mom technical supporting? No, it just says... Well, either the stream's not actually streaming right now, but we are recording, or... Okay. It's just Hitbox doesn't work on mobile because we didn't. We've Beam worked on mobile, but Hitbox didn't. I could go to our Beam website, but you know that's just a pain. It's a pain. I shouldn't have to do any of this. Beam dot pro slash nerd on the street. Yeah, I, I can check on Beam if we're streaming. I can do that. I have the ability to do that, but it's a pain. Um, mm. It would be much easier if one of us, one of the, out of the two of us, had a laptop with us. Um, so yeah, let me, let me, yeah. let me wait here. Okay, well, we're definitely streaming. Huh? Well, get it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, yeah, even though I, I can see that this is working, I'm telling you to finish downloading oh, that. this is a cool app. Camcord. I told you to download Hitbox. I did. Alright, so I gave Kirsten her laptop back a month or two ago, and Kirsten had, uh, quote-unquote, loaned me her laptop for Nerd on the Street usage, like, years ago. <laughs> And because, like, she had this laptop. She had this crappy gateway, like, $300 laptop. And, like, I told her when she bought it, like, save up your money and get a MacBook Air instead. Don't get this crappy gateway laptop. But, you know, she's, like, 10 or whatever, and she's like, I want a laptop. She only has yeah. $300. She gets the gateway from Walmart. And uh, so she buys that. And then, like, she does nothing but complain about how bad it is and how slow it is. And so eventually That's she convinces our parents that she needs to – she used her own money to buy a tablet next. Um, and then when she got the tablet, she gave the laptop to me. She's like, Jacob, this laptop sucks, but I got this cool tablet now, so you can have the laptop. So that's when I got that laptop. So, like, she started just complaining about the tablet more and more and about how much the tablet sucked, the tablet didn't do anything she wanted it to do. And I don't understand, like, all she does is, like, Google Docs and Netflix. Like, those are the only two things that she... And reading TV tropes, 
uh, you know, in the web browser. Right. Like, those are the only three things yeah, she ever does. And she should be able to do those on either a gateway laptop with Linux on it or a tablet, I mean, an Android tablet. I could do that on my phone. Right, yeah. So I don't understand why she can't do that on a tablet. She's like, start. she she watches hours of Netflix per day with her, her iPhone, you know, iPhone 6S. Not the Plus, just the 6S. Tiny screen. And I'm like, Kirsten, that cannot be good for your eyes. You're going to need glasses if you keep doing that. <laughs> watch it on your tablet. It's a bigger screen, it's better for your eyes. And she's like, no, I don't, I, I don't want to watch it on my tablet because my tablet sucks. So, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm not going to bother about it. But yeah, I gave her that laptop back... Um, because I figured I'm going to be getting my my own you know my own laptop in the next few yeah, weeks, right? Because my it was, my birthday was yesterday, so I was like, you know, what my what I was gonna I was gonna take all the money I was getting for my birthday, and I was gonna spend it on a laptop combined with the money I already have. Yeah. And uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit and how I got kind of screwed with that. But um, I gave her the laptop back uh, weeks ago, and I found out like just this week she told me the day that I gave her her laptop back, she. She spilled water all over it. Oh. And it's it's funny because she says, like, if, if she tells the story, she's going to tell it like this. This is how she told it to me, and I believe her. Like, she had this big glass of water sitting next to her laptop okay. in her room. And she knew that was a bad idea. She's like, oh, I shouldn't have this water sitting next to this laptop. So she reaches to pick up the glass of water to move it away from the laptop, picks it up, and while moving it, over the laptop, like to the other side, where she can step further away, she drops it on the keyboard and it just goes everywhere. So she was trying to problem. be good about it, but then it slipped out of her hand and she poured all this water on this laptop. And I said, you know, if you had gotten a ThinkPad, the water just goes right through those. It comes out a hole in the bottom. Like, ThinkPads are waterproof, but she's got this crappy gateway. So, um, as she describes it, things started flickering and she turned the laptop off and she was quote-unquote, waiting it out because uh, yeah, to see if it dry. fixed it again. Right. Well, I was like, you know, I was asking her if she'd, like, sat in front of her fan or anything. She says she popped all the keys off to help it dry, and I told her that's not going to help it dry. That's not a watertight keyboard. That won't help it dry any faster, you know, practically. Like, maybe a little bit faster, but not really. Yeah. Um, and in the process of popping all the keys off, she also broke three of the keys so they won't go on anymore. <laughs> Um, so that was ridiculous, but then she was saying that, like, the keyboard, like, a lot of the keys didn't work, and also the the touchpad didn't work. So, um, so I told her, um, you can go, I, first I told her, here, I'll give you one of my spare keyboards, because I got a ton of keyboards. I'll, like, I'll give you a keyboard to plug into your laptop, right? right, Being a nice Jacob. And I, I go down here and I look, and although my keyboards are PS2, and her laptop doesn't have PS2 on it. It's got USB because it's a modern-ish laptop. Yeah, what laptop does have? Uh, right, like my Windows 95 laptop that's upstairs that the battery doesn't work anymore. And then I got like the Windows 98 laptop in that cabinet. Um, mm. Even the Apple, like the 95 Apple laptops I got in there don't have PS2. Like Apple got oh. off a of PS2 20 years ago. 21 years ago <laughs> like dell got off a of ps2 10 years ago so like no laptop has ps2 today no. um so i was like all right none of my laptop none of my keyboards work i used to have a usb keyboard sitting down here i gave it to dad because i you know i gave him the mac pro and the mac pro doesn't have ps2 because apple yeah i got off ps2 once again 20 years ago mm-hmm. so um so i drove her to walmart to get an on keyboard o-n-n is the name of this cheap the, brand uh, and it's brand. it's just like a baseline like and i i've we've gotten two of these before this is the third one i've purchased like the i've the third one i've we've gotten one for me one for my parents computer upstairs and then one for kirsten now and i always recommend this like if you need a cheap keyboard just go to walmart 10 bucks it's the cheapest keyboard you can get usb 
and it's got the um, it's the European style where it's the big enter and the small backspace. But you know, Ooh. I don't care. Like I'm not. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I don't like the small backspace or the big enter. Yeah, but how? Like I. It's worth it. If though. it was me saying that, then it might be worth a little something because, like, I'm a power user. But since it's yeah, you not. saying that, it's like you. Yeah, I just don't like for it. how often I know. You, yeah, but like for how often you actually use your computer and type on it, like heavily, I think you can just get used to it and deal with it if you don't like it because yeah, it's ten probably. bucks and that's a good deal. So, um, so yeah, it wasn't. Uh, that wasn't something Kirsten complained about, but like I see people on Reddit complaining about that, and I'm like, sh- like get over yourself. You can deal with the small backspace and the big enter. I like that design myself because I hit enter a lot more than I hit backspace. You only hit backspace if you screw up. You hit enter if you're if you did the right thing typing. So just don't suck at typing, and you can use the European style. Uh, maybe they made it like that because Europeans are better at typing. Like they're more maybe. accurate. They don't have to backspace as much. Probably. Us Americans are just, just slamming the keyboard everywhere. We need the backspace bigger. But yeah, um, so I got her that. We came home. And right, so when she turned it on, I this was like a week after she'd spilled the water on I'm like, just bring it down here right now and I'll look at it. She brought it down. I turned it on. And like, the mouse pad worked fine. Right. And so we assumed, oh, it dried enough for the mouse pad to work. The keyboard, everything worked fine except like the space bar. That's an important key. <laughs> it's is an important key. So that was the point at which Kirsten was like, can I, what, can I use like the right arrow key? I'm like, that doesn't make a space. And... Uh, so I was like, all right, you can either copy paste every time you need a space or I can drive you to Walmart and you can buy a $10 keyboard. And so I drove her to Walmart. We bought a $10 keyboard and, um, yeah, we came back, plugged it in, turned the computer on, $10 keyboard works. Trackpad stopped working. Great. So we turned the computer off and on again a few more times and like I knocked it around a bit. I told her like, I, I could open your computer up and I could like check the ribbon cables um, and see if they're like plugged into the, the motherboard and the laptop correctly. But if I do that, judging by my past success rate with laptop repairs, there's about a 50% chance that it will work when I put it back together. Not because honest. like I'm fine with desktop repair, haven't had a lot of experience in laptop repair. And, uh, the only time I've ever opened up a, well, there's very few times I've opened up a laptop. Like completely, you know, disassembled everything. One of the times was when I dropped the the ninety Windows ninety five laptop and the battery stopped working. I opened it up to see if I could get the battery to work, and then I ended up making half the keyboard not work for a while. And then I got that right. half the keyboard working again. I never did get the battery working again. And it's like I didn't break the battery because you know if the battery's broken, it freaking explodes or something. But like the connection between the battery and the computer is what is wrong because when um, you unplug the battery charges. But when you unplug this Windows 95 laptop from the wall, it just immediately turns off. It doesn't even use any power from the battery. Uh, so it has to be plugged in. So it, it, yeah, exactly, which it's a pain. Mm-hmm. But So that's why I disassembled Was that, that the computer that we had to like unplug and run really fast up the steps to plug it back in? When? There's one computer that, I don't know when, it was a couple of years ago. Was it at this house? Yeah. When? I don't know, but there's one computer that wouldn't hold a charge, and it turned off after like a minute, like less than a minute. <sighs> So we had to sprint down the, the steps, thing charging is, everything. I think that what were we doing when we when that happened? I don't was know. it a family party or something? No, or were you just over? I think I was just over. No one else was. What scared. were we doing? Were we we weren't doing a web show. Yeah, I don't know. But I I think what you're talking about is my old HP pavilion. Yeah, it might have been that. Because that 
it had a it, that came with a six cell battery. I had the six cell battery for a couple years, and then it got so bad to where literally, you know, it would have like two minutes on the battery, and then I bought an eight cell battery um, for it um, after having the six cell a couple years, and I just started using the eight cell, which the eight cell stuck out the back, but I, or no, it didn't stick out the back. The six cell stuck out the back. The eight cell stuck out the bottom and tilted the whole computer up. That's but funny. no, I liked it. Um, but yeah, that that's what you're thinking of because this literally it doesn't hold the charge for one minute. Like when you unplug it from the wall, the second that um, the prongs are out of the outlet, it just shuts. Like it cuts power. It doesn't go into hibernate. It just it cuts power. And then when you plug it in, it's like if you unplugged a desktop computer. Right, that's why it's uh, like it's not that I broke the battery. It's that I broke the connection between the battery and the computer. And eventually, I'd like to get that fixed. But you know, it's not really a priority right now. Uh, it it kind of might be uh, after I tell you a story later in the podcast about how I'm looking right. for a laptop right now. But keep what? Keep experimenting with it. Right. Yeah. It, it's like I, I'm getting more to the point where I'm like not, like, too afraid to open things up and screw with them. But like I've had, you know, like I used to not be able to compile anything, right? Like on my computer. This is this is a metaphor, so like bear with me. But like, <laughs> right. you know, on on Linux, sometimes there's not a package available for a program you want, so you have to compile it yourself. And like for for years, I any time that a program required me to compile it, I would say I'm just not going to use this program because every single time that I've tried to compile a program, I have failed. I have never successfully compiled a program myself under Linux. That I said that for years and I could never compile a program. Like I try and you know what compile means? Uh, it means you got the source code. You know the difference between source code and a binary. Source code is code that you can open up and edit. Okay. But you can't actually run that. A binary is like a .exe that you can run, right, but you can't it. just like right click open an .exe. That's not how that works. You have to have the source code if you want to edit exe binary if you want to run it those are two different things so compiling is turning it from source code into a binary so you can actually use it um so yeah for years i couldn't compile anything i couldn't use bsd because bsd only compiles things i you know gen 2 everything you do is compile i couldn't use gen 2 linux but on normal linux most things you can download as a binary but i if you had to compile it manually i could not use it but but like a year and a half or two years ago, like pretty, you know, fairly recently compared to how long I've been using computers, um, I successfully compiled something. I don't even remember what it was anymore. But there, I, I, you'd think I would have written that down or something, like first <laughs> no successfully problem. compiled program. What I'm was serious. it? Like, I bet if I thought hard enough, I could, could uh, think of what it was. Recently, I've compiled custom versions of Caden Live, like with certain features enabled or disabled. That's a big thing. Um, I, I had to compile some video recovery tools for a story that I'll talk about in a little bit that I forgot to talk about last week. But yeah, so now, now I know how to compile things. And now if I see that I need to compile something, I won't just rule it out anymore. Like I can try it. So Mm -hmm. like I'm about at that point with like component level, like diagnostics and repair, like my my success rate for dealing with like motherboards like not putting things into motherboards but just like dealing with a broken something on the motherboard oh, like you can fix that my no i can't <laughs> my my success rate is 0% for right. soldering on capacitors right right is it soldering is that how you say it yeah soldering i've attempted to, to solder on well, i've attempted to replace one burst capacitor and I broke that computer 100%. Like, it went from not having video because the capacitor was broken to not turning on at all. 
So my so that's a zero percent success rate. Dealing with like the ribbon cables on the inside of that laptop, you know, I opened it up, made things worse. Zero percent success rate. But I I feel like I'm getting to the flipping point where it goes from zero percent to fifty percent. Like all I I just need to keep trying long enough, and then if I get it once, then I'll be confident enough to do it you know regularly in the future. Right, you work on that. Yeah, I'll work on that. What were you yeah. talking about, Kirsten's laptop? Right, so I, I gave her that, so, and then she was like, well, what? first she spent about 20 minutes trying to learn how to use Firefox with just the keyboard, um, um, and it's funny, what broke her, I was telling her this is a dumb idea, you shouldn't be doing this, she was like, control T for opening a new tab, okay. control W for closing a tab, I didn't know that one, but she looked up a list on her phone of Firefox keyboard shortcuts, yeah, um, and like tabbing to go through all the different links, like she searched Google and then to get to the fifth result, you had to press tab like 30 times okay. <laughs> because every result has three links, like the result proxy and like info. Yeah. That's so yeah. So, but she was pressing tab and doing all this stuff. And then I was like, look, let's, let's see if you can, um, if you can play a video, then I guess you're fine because you say you want to be able to play videos on this. So she went to nerdonthestreet.com, tried to play a video and... For some reason, it wasn't using the Flash, or the the HTML player was using the Flash player, but then Firefox, since Flash was out of date, because this laptop, I, I don't use Flash, so I don't update Flash. So, like, right. I, um, and also she's had this for, like, a month, and she never updates, period. So, yeah, Flash was out of date, and she needed to click Allow. You know, Firefox is like, Flash is out of date. Allow or continue blocking, like, it blocks uh -huh. it since it's out of date. You can click Allow, but it won't play Flash unless you click Allow. So yeah, she she couldn't figure out you can you can press tab all you want. Firefox will not tab into the allow like right. things. And it might be a security measure, or it might just be a U, UX oversight, but yeah. Um so I took her to Walmart and uh, she bought the cheapest mouse there was $10. It was a wireless like it was one of those like micro mice. Like you've got normal mice. I can't deal with those. I don't know about uh, you. I don't want to like some people like them because they're fun or whatever, but like I, my mouse is a full size mouse. I'm looking at professional mice that are bigger than my mouse, but then you got like mini mice that are like half that size. And then this was like a micro mouse. Like you have to like you know grip it like it's tiny. I don't want to deal with that. And uh, but yeah, it was like a Logitech mouse, and it was like blue or something. I don't, I don't remember what color it was. Like blue. a light. It was either a light blue or a red. I think she got a red. But yeah, um, she was disappointed there were no pink. Oh, right. um, but yeah, she wanted the cheapest one, so that was the cheapest one. So yeah, I took it to Walmart twice in the same day, and that was after we had gone there to get a hard drive earlier in the day. So we walked into the tech section of that Walmart three times in one day, <laughs> got three different objects, and then one of the times we checked out, the, when we went there to get the hard drive, we checked out, and like the lady seemed out of, like the we went up to this like checkout person that there was no line, and, like, the person who was bringing us up, like, she just seemed out of it. Like, she seemed, like, kind, like almost like she could be sick, like, have a cold or something. But, like, oh. she just seemed out of it. Yeah. But then, like, she was polite, like... That's good, at least. Like, she was like, have a nice day afterwards. And I was surprised, because I was like, uh, you know, I thought she was out of it. But then she said, have a nice day. But until yeah, that I point, I, that. I was like... I don't know. Like, it was a dead look in her eyes. Like, she didn't care at all. And then, like, have oh, a nice day okay, after okay. she, after we were walking away. Like, the have a nice day was just, like, the the tone of her voice, the upbeat, like, lighthearted tone of her voice did not match the dead look in her <laughs> eyes. But, yeah, uh, the other two times we went in the self-checkout, because Kirsten likes the self-checkout. I like the self-checkout. That's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
My whatever Firefox stuff stopped working recently. Oh yeah, you didn't switch to Chrome, did you? Uh no, I do not. Well, I have to use Chrome for some stuff. Hmm. Like what? Like Netflix. I think. Yeah, that's true. But that's all I use Chrome for. Yeah. And Firefox is just like hit the allow button. That's all good. <laughs> hit the allow button. Uh, yeah. You could just update Flash. I could do that. I just haven't thought about it. You heard of Vivaldi? What? Vivaldi? No. Alright, so you know Opera. Yes. So you know how Opera version 12 was the last version of Opera that used the Opera browsing engine, and version 13, they started basing their code off of Chromium, Yeah. and they took away a bunch of features, such What's as the... bookmarks. What's the new thing they just said, did? There's an what? update to Opera that I never did, because they don't really use it anymore. I don't know, they got like proxies built in. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know, Opera is pretty, but it doesn't not, change much. It's not a new version that just came out. I don't know. I don't use Opera anymore. I used to use Opera, but I wouldn't know now. I only let's, use Opera. Let's Google on my phone. I only use Opera on my Mac, and it's out of date. Opera updates. I should just direct Opera on my... Look up on live.notstuck.com. Make sure nobody's talking to us in the chat room. Um, all right. Opera.com. All right, so have you heard of Vivaldi, though? Vivaldi is a new right. web browser, and it is made for power users. Power users. And as a power user, you can imagine I like that. What's a power user? Somebody who uses their computer powerfully. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure that. out what you were talking about. All I know is an update. I don't know if it was a major one or a tiny Probably one. Probably not. I don't know where you heard about it. Where'd you hear about it? Um, on my app, it's like we start to update. <laughs> That happens, like, every week. Like, they push, like, no, bug not, fixes and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't happen in a while for me. Well, you don't use Opera, so how often would it happen? I just haven't been using Opera recently. All right. I don't think... I think Adam's full of it. I think you're full of it. <laughs> it's an update on my laptop. Right. Um, but, yeah, Vivaldi looks cool. The, the feature that I'm waiting for, other than being open source, uh, because I've used closed source browsers before, and I'll be honest... Firefox pisses me off sometimes. Yeah. It's just bad. Like, Firefox, like, the the Gecko rendering engine just sucks. Like, I understand Mozilla follows, like, the rules of how you're supposed to make a web browser better than Google does. Like, Google breaks the rules when they make Chrome. They yeah, make... They and then everybody just... What they do is basically... So, the World Wide Web Consortium, the W3 Consortium, they set standards for what web browsers are supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is how, if you put an H1 tag, it's supposed to display in big font. If you put an H6 tag, it's supposed to display in f small font. Right, well, makes sense. You know, um, so the W3 Consortium sets what web browsers are supposed to display web pages like, and then um, different browsing engines, such as Gecko, which is what Firefox uses, or Safari uses WebKit, Chrome uses Blink, um, they, they incorporate all of the features that the W3 consortium says they have to incorporate. And that's how you make a browser engine. Right. Well, Google recently, not recently, like the past couple of years, Google has started doing things that the W3 consortium hasn't told them to do. Like they've started just making up their own rules for, no, that's not how you write a web page anymore. This is how you write a web page. This is the new code that you have to use if you want it to work in Chrome. And so developers are like, oh, well we can have this work in 
Firefox, or we can have my website work in Chrome. And even though Firefox is doing it the right way and Chrome's breaking the rules, people would rather have their websites work in Chrome because That's more people using. use Chrome, yeah. yeah. So now you've got all these websites that are optimized for Chrome that Firefox like has issues displaying because the websites are written incorrectly to work with Chrome instead of Firefox. So Google's kind of, right. the, theoretically, oh, like the W3 Consortium could, I don't, I don't, I don't actually I don't think they could sue Google. I don't think the W3 consortium can really do anything about it, but uh kind of sucks, doesn't it? Um yeah. but yeah, anyway, Firefox pisses me off and I am ready to move to Vivaldi. I'm ready to give it a shot. Works on Linux. They got a Linux version, it's great. Um they might have taken a little while. I think that no, I think they've had a Linux version since the very beginning actually, but um they had issues with No, that was Opera that was having issues with media playback. But yeah, I'm ready to move to Vivaldi as soon as they add bookmark syncing because I've got web browser on my computer and actually Vivaldi doesn't have a mobile version yet. That's I guess they need that. But I've got Firefox right now on my computer, on my phone, on my tablet. Used to have it on my laptop. Once I get a laptop, I'll have it on there. And at least between like a desktop and a laptop, I need to be able to sync bookmarks, right? Yeah. Do you, are you signed into bookmark sync on your desktop? I don't use bookmarks. What really? do you mean? I don't really use bookmarks. All right, well, another thing that it's useful for is history syncing. So if I if I look at one website on my computer, close it, later I can open up my phone and I can pull it up in my history. You and don't then, do that either, but... Right, know. and another thing is open tab syncing. Uh, whereas, like, let's say right now I got DigitalOcean open on, on that desktop there. I can open up Firefox on my phone here, and then I can go to synced tabs, and you can see DigitalOcean right at the top. Okay. That's no, open right there. That. That's cool, yeah. So it, it, that's when you're signed into Mozilla Sync. Firefox is great syncing. <laughs> See, that would work if I didn't use every different browser. Well, yeah, like Safari that's iPhone, why I have to pick one. Opera on my laptop, Firefox, and Chrome on my normal computer. Yeah, no, see, that's why it's a big, you know how I talk about it. Like, I make a big deal out of it every time I switch web browsers. Yeah. It's because I got, like, a thousand bookmarks and all of this syncing features that I have to migrate from, like, Firefox yeah. to Chrome, back to Firefox to Opera and whatever. Uh, so I'm ready to go to Vivaldi. Vivaldi, just add syncing. And I know, like, they say, oh, well, you know, we have to set up servers to host that. And, uh, you know, fair point. But just do it. So you got to have enough people, like, downloading it before they'll set up servers? No, they say there's too many people downloading it to where they can set up servers easily. Uh, so they're, they say, they said it would be done this year. They said they would do it this year. But, you know, anyway. they're also, they're closed source, so I don't really trust their ETAs a whole lot. Um <laughs> I don't really like Firefox. I might download them. Yeah. Vivaldi? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad promoting a closed source thing, but like they're based on blank they're based on Chromium, just like the new opera is. Um but yeah, like Vivaldi, you can change so many things about it. You can change like the colors of the panels, but you can also like you can move the URL bar to the bottom. Ooh. You can have like your bookmark bar on the side. Oh, that's fine. You can have yeah, you can change so many things about it. And uh, it's just so much faster. You can have uh, groups of, of tabs, like tab grouping. Mm -hmm. You can, all right, so Firefox, this is something cool. Firefox, you know how if, if I, there's like 10 tabs in my Firefox right there? Yep. If I close Firefox and open it back up, only one of those would load, and the rest of them would not load into RAM until I click on it. And then oh, it yeah, loads. Yeah. I like that. Actually. Vivaldi takes it one step further. You can right click on a background tab and click unload. Oh, okay. it, So you That's don't even have to close your web browser. If there's something in the background that you're like, I want to keep this tab open, but I don't want to take out my RAM right now, you can unload it. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. I don't have that issue, but... 
Yeah, well, you don't have 60. This is my, this is Ubuntu and I've got 10 tabs. This is the one that I only boot into this like once a week and it's got 10 tabs open. You can imagine the one that I'm in all the time has so many tabs. Um, Yeah. Hence tab, tab grouping. Like Vivaldi is made for power users. You're not a power user. So maybe you shouldn't be using, you should stick with Opera. It's made for dumb people. Hey, I don't know. It sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't uh, sound like you need to be someone smart to use a value. Like, it's, like, complicated. No, so, probably not. Can be. Yeah. Now, to compile it under Linux. I just want to be different. <laughs> smart. With a value. Um, just, yeah, just like it used to be different with Opera. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I have, well, I guess Chrome's still the only thing that'll work for, like, Netflix and stuff. Yeah, Chrome's the only thing that'll work under Linux. Cause that's because of DRM. Yeah. Digital Restriction Management. But, um... What was I freaking... Okay, so there's... Uh, so I'm looking for a laptop, right? Right. I got Sorry, screwed, Adam. I'm mad. What happened? And I would hit the table, except I don't want to bump the mic. I did it. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I hit the table, and it, it bumped the mic. All right. So I was going to get a System76 computer, right? Right. I was going to get... Oh, yeah. yeah get and have I told you about them? They've got right. them. Are those, like, the ones that build them specifically for Linux? Right. Okay. System76, they... What they do is they don't... Man, you, they don't like fabricate the parts for them, but they put them together and they only use parts that, are, that they know work with Linux. And they use um, really their Clevo laptops. The desktops are 100% like custom built, but the laptops, it, you can't just custom build a laptop, right? Otherwise, I'd just do that. But yeah, they yeah. use, um, there's, there's a company called Clevo, and it's a Chinese company. They make laptops, but they don't sell the laptops to consumers. They sell them in bulk to different companies, and most companies who resell Clevo laptops are focus around gaming, but okay. System76 focuses around Linux. So they buy these Clevo laptops and they sell them with Linux. And Clevo, they, I don't understand why they're not more popular because they make these laptops that have desktop processors in them. Hmm. Like literally, yeah, like you buy a desktop processor and pop it into a laptop and then you've got a, and it's got like two hours of battery life but it runs full speed of a desktop. Or two hours. No, you plug it in. You don't use it when it's not plugged in. Oh, okay. Because it's called a, a mobile workstation or a desktop replacement. They're, they're not supposed to have big battery life. They're supposed to be... I want, I want something that I can edit video on that is at least as fast or faster than that piece of crap I got sitting on my desk over there. Because oh. that is bad enough. I've got a desktop that I built in 2012 with sort of mid-of-the-line parts, like, uh-huh. um, in 2012, four years ago. So it's four years old, and it wasn't even, it wasn't, like, super great back then, but it was pretty good in 2012, and now it's just, I, I w- I've been, I'm still working on that blooper reel on the, because uh, I've been tied up downloading all that, you know, terabyte of data, <laughs> about halfway done with that, but, um, but yeah, I've been editing the, the displaced blooper reel, and what I'm doing is I'm speeding up the 1080p footage from Minecraft, which is MP4 files, and so I'm, I'm playing MP4 files at like 200% speed, and it can't like play back that smoothly. It can't play that back smoothly. Really? I put it to 200% and it's just like choppy like in the video editor. And that's just, that's horrible. That's bad. I don't like that. So I don't want to downgrade, you know? Like, uh, what I said when I was telling myself I was going to get a laptop was, all right, if I'm going to get a laptop, it is going to be faster than my desktop. Like, it is going to be a replacement. It's going to be an upgrade, and it will replace my desktop. So, like, if I went and got a Dell laptop with a mobile, you know, laptop processor and a laptop GPU, 
it would be about half the speed of that. Even if it was brand new today, yeah, it would be half the speed of my four-year-old computer. How is that? How do they sell those? Like, why do they sell those? Would you buy a laptop that's half the speed of a four-year-old computer? No. No. But most people don't know Most laptops that. are. It's like, they don't use it. Almost every laptop in existence, every laptop that has a, de- a, a, a mobile processor in it, um, it's it's like like you struggle to get three gigahertz. This is a three point four gigahertz um, processor in there, and like the high end, super high end, like newest laptop processors are about two point nine gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's three point four, and that's four years old. And the ones that came out this year are two point nine for laptops. Um, so, but made to suck. but you can get a four gigahertz one for desktops, right? Yeah. And that's way faster than that, which makes sense because it's four years later, so they've gotten faster. You put that into one of these Klebo laptops, and you have a desktop in your laptop, and it's great. Now, the problem is is NVIDIA is screwing me. So these laptops that System76 sells use NVIDIA graphics because NVIDIA works the best under Linux with proprietary okay. drivers. Right. And I know it's proprietary, but... It's what we use for on our Linux. If you want to like do video editing, you use NVIDIA stuff. And NVIDIA, have you heard about the, the GTX 1080s and 1070s, the new graphics cards that came out this uh, year? A little bit. Have you heard like the numbers? Are those familiar? Oh, yeah, the numbers are, yeah, they're familiar. <laughs> Shakes head. I was thinking, oh, no, yeah, that's familiar. I was thinking of like, I don't know, price or something. <laughs> Yeah, different numbers. I gotcha. Yeah, they're really good, but yeah, no, they're super good. They're like they're revolutionary. Apparently, I, like Michael's telling me about them, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not lis- listening really because I don't game or anything. But now it matters to me because um, one of these System Seventy Six laptops has actually desktop graphics chips in it too. Oh. So it had a nine eighty in it, mm-hmm. and then one of them, the one that I was going to get, is about a thousand bucks cheaper. It's still got the desktop processor, but it's got a laptop graphics card. Which, since I don't game, and this desktop, this laptop graphics card is still going to be faster than my desktop graphics card that's four years old or three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was okay with having the the lesser graphics card. Uh, now there's rumors that Nvidia is not going to make laptop graphics cards anymore. They're just going to make the desktop ones, and they want all the yeah. laptop manufacturers to put these desktop ones in the laptops, like Klebo was already doing. Like they're saying, hey, this you know this company put our, our desktop stuff in here. Why don't all you guys just do that too, and it'll be better for everyone because everyone gets faster graphics on yeah, laptops. Yeah. You can game on your laptop better, and um, so yeah, that's rumors. But the problem is that all of the new the new desktop graphics cards are already out. You can go and buy a 1080 for your desktop. The laptop ones are coming out sometime in August. They will be announced sometime in August. I don't know when they'll be available. Probably sometime in September. Okay, sure. And System 76 ran out of the old ones. They ran out of the 970s and 980s. And so they're not selling any more laptops until they get the new ones with the 1080s in them. This is probably going to be expensive, too. Well, I don't... I, I, you know, they should match the expense of the other ones because the other ones weren't, weren't old or anything. They... You know, every year they come up with new stuff, but computers today oh, are generally so. just as expensive as they were a couple years ago. Um, the old ones will be cheaper. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. The old one gets cheaper, but the new ones are, should stay sort of the same price. But yeah, 
So I, yeah, I emailed them. I'm like, hey, what, what I see, <laughs> I was like, I was planning on buying a laptop from you, but I see that all of them are out of stock. Would you please let me know, you know, uh, should I go and buy from somewhere else or are you going to get more of those? And they said, oh no, we'll have more. Uh, as soon as we get, we're waiting on the new 1080 graphics cards. And, uh, and then I, I was like, oh, that's cool. They're waiting on the new 1080 graphics cards. So I Googled like NVIDIA 1080 mobile graphics and I found out that they're not out yet. I'm like, why are they waiting on them? if they're not out yet, like they don't know when they're going to get more. Um, so it's going to be now. So here's my dilemma. Maybe you can help me with this. Although I hesitate to take advice from you, but my dilemma is it's going to be like mid August by the time that these things get announced. And then I don't know when after that they'll be available to purchase. Yeah. I could buy a laptop, like from another company, like Lenovo particularly, I'm looking at ThinkPads because ThinkPads are known to work well with Linux yep. and they've got great build quality, way better keyboards than these cheap Chinese you know, ones, the, the, the way better uh, touchpads and everything. And so I'm thinking about getting a, a ThinkPad, but the ThinkPad that I'm looking at, like think, once you look at gaming laptops, like, I realized how, how I got around to this is I was like, System76 is out of these Clevo laptops, right? Mm -hmm. So I went and I searched companies that resell Clevo laptops. And I found Sager, and I found Origin, and I found Exotic PC, I found AviaDirect. Yeah. I found all these different other companies that sell the same laptops. Yeah. They all sell them specifically for gaming. Like, these are gaming laptops, and I didn't even I realize... I probably want those more. It makes sense, and it also makes sense because what's... what? Who needs the... Who spends the most money on computers? Gamers. Gamers. Yeah. And so who spends the most money on laptops and gets the highest-powered laptops? Gamers. Who wants the latest version of every graphics card? Gamers. Exactly. So it makes sense, but I didn't understand until I searched that and started looking for alternatives that I didn't even get. System76 is selling these gaming laptops. They market them so well. They're like, this is a workstation class product that is made for video editing and you know animation and whatever and 3D you know CAD and everything. But any other company that you go to is like, no, this is a gaming laptop. You use it to play video games. And... Um, and it, it, it kind of makes sense because there's, like, flashy lights and stuff on some of them. But oh, I, that's I, fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so once you look at gaming laptops, like, have you ever researched gaming laptops? Oh. Uh, just for fun to see? Very, very small. Yeah. Once you actually go start looking at, like, the clock speeds of these gaming laptops, regular old laptops just are so slow. Yeah. And if I had not researched these Clevo gaming laptops for hours and hours then I would probably be fine buying a ThinkPad. But yeah. now that I've researched these Clevos, yeah, I can get a four gigahertz processor and desktop graphics for $2,100, or I can get a 2.6 gigahertz and like three-year-old graphics chip and a ThinkPad for the same amount. Which do I do? You know? Obviously not the you're gonna Right, you're not going to get the ThinkPad. You're going to get the gaming laptop that's got high-power stuff that's going to be way faster rendering for video editing, way faster rendering for animation. Okay. And, um, but, yeah, I all of the Clevo places are running out of them, be, oh. are, are running out of the old graphics chips. So I, ha I have to, like, either get the uh, – wait a month and a half or two months and then get a gaming laptop. And that means I'm going to college without a laptop, which I'm not worried about it for class. 
like, you know, colleges have computer labs and stuff, and yeah. entry level, the, the classes I'm taking won't require a laptop. But I'm worried about it because I wanted something specifically to video edit on. I wanted to keep doing Nerd on the Street, right? Right. And I'm gonna be like at least two weeks at the bare minimum without a laptop, and that's just gonna suck for me. And it's gonna suck for Nerd on the Street, but you know, um, or I could get a ThinkPad, but then it's like super low end stuff. And the, the highest end ThinkPad, like I went and I looked at the highest end they have, and I can actually afford it. And it, the highest, the, the they've got this mobile workstation. It comes with Xeon processors and Quadro graphics cards, which is all workstation class stuff. But I looked yeah. up, Linux doesn't really use, like, the workstation drivers all that much. Yeah. Um, it, like, it depends on the individual application you're using. Caden Live is an open source application. All of the people developing Caden Live have GeForce gaming graphics cards. So, yeah. do you think Caden Live works better in gaming graphics cards or workstation graphics cards? Yeah. Even though workstation class graphics cards are made specifically for video editing, since the developers of Caden Live have gaming cards, they wrote Caden Live to be most efficient with gaming graphics cards. And Blender is the same way. All the developers of Blender don't have Quadros, all the developers of Blender have GeForce cards. So, even though Quadros, like Nvidia says, buy these Quadro graphics cards, they're better for animation. But Blender people are saying, no, 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 we, we're developing this program on GeForce cards, so you should buy the cheaper GeForce cards and it'll run faster. Um, so I, like, I, all day today I was, like, looking, like, trying to convince myself to push the buy button on this ThinkPad. No. But I, yeah, I ended up not doing it because I'm like, I'm smarter than this, even though I know that, like, even though, like, the ThinkPad has a way better screen. It's got a 4K screen in it. As opposed to the 1080p screen and the Kleba laptops, yep. um, which is still, still pretty good for a laptop. But yeah, like I want like the 4K screen, better keyboard. You know, it's got the track point, which is great. Um, but yeah, I'm like, like I wish I wasn't so like researchy because I wouldn't have cared that it was this three-year-old technology. But now that I know that they're like these Clevo laptops are such a good deal, like now I feel obliged to wait for the better deal. Yeah, you probably should. But it just I unless they come out like uh, months later. Yeah, well I don't know. That's the thing. Like they might not be announced next month. Okay. What happens if they're not announced? When do I draw the cutoff line? Uh, September sixth. But if I wait until September sixth, what if I order the ThinkPad and then September seventh they announce it? Like when do I draw the cutoff? Like. Today, basically, I was going to order the ThinkPad today. I looked online, and I found a bunch of people talking about how Linux support wasn't that great on this particular one that I was looking at. And I found, like, I was searching, trying to, once again, convince myself to buy this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy this laptop today. I woke up this morning, I'm going to buy that laptop. I searched, like, Linux compatibility on this laptop, found a bunch of people complaining about how Linux wasn't working. I search video editing with Quadro graphics cards, and I found a bunch of people saying, no, you really don't need Quadro graphics cards, it's better to have a GeForce. I searched video editing with Xeon processor. No, you should really, you should spend the money on an i7 instead. It's gonna be a lot better value. I'm like, I'm, like, it's this high, high-end stuff, supposedly high-end stuff, but then when you actually Google the high-end stuff, everyone says it's crap. And they say, <laughs> get the low-end stuff instead, because the low-end stuff is such a better deal. And, uh, so yeah, like every single Google search I did told me not to get the ThinkPad. I still almost got the ThinkPad, and then but I didn't. Yeah, that would not be good. And since I didn't Don't get the, since I didn't get it today, that means I'm not 
going to get it chipped in before I go to college. So I'm basically committed to just like not. They take high end laptops take a long time to ship. Like oh, really? from any company, Lenovo, Dell, HP, systems, yeah, like a high-end laptop. That's like two weeks. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, I decided, I didn't order it today, so I guess I'm waiting on the, I, did, I, I wanted to complain about it a bit on the podcast because I was so conflicted. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get a, a Cleva laptop. But yeah, like yeah, the build quality is not going to be as good, but like it's going to render so much faster. And that's all that matters. It, I guess, yeah. People would take me seriously a lot more with the ThinkPad than with a, a gaming laptop with lights on it, though. It's kind of lights on, like, flashing? And... Uh, not flat. I think I think you can turn them off in Linux. You can turn them on and off. Like, on Windows, you can change the color and stuff. Yeah. I think they've gotten it to where you can turn it on and off in Linux. I think they've gotten that working. Uh, that's I always. think. Um, so, you know, with Linux, you never know what you're going to be oh, able they, to do. You, you, know, if you, have a, you know what I should do? It would be hilarious. I oh, they should write the bios so that if you have a kernel panic, then all the lights turn red. Ooh. Like, that's like the Linux equivalent of a blue screen. But like, mm. if if you get a kernel panic, your computer crashes, all the lights should like flash red. They should do that. They would have to write that into the bios. But yeah. So sorry to bore you with that long rant, but that was like these past couple of days I've been researching laptops a lot. I just want to put that out there in case anyone out there is looking for a laptop. Like gaming laptops are the best deal you can get like they're way better for for your buck than they're still anything else. pretty expensive i don't think i can afford a gaming laptop yeah well yeah because i was looking at even like yeah but even most of the gaming laptops have mobile processors in them though clevo yeah. and like msi msi has one laptop that they sell with desktop processors clevo has two laptops they sell with desktop processors but like if you go and get an alienware it's going to be half the speed of one of these because yeah. it's going to be a desktop or a laptop processor um, which is ridiculous because you're paying just as much for it, but it's a laptop processor. If you look at the model number, you know how they like every single gaming laptop says it's got an i7 processor in it. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to look at the model number. If it's i7 dash, um, 6700K, that's a desktop processor. 6700 desktop processor. Uh, 6700HQ, laptop processor, half the speed. And they don't tell you that. They say, oh, it's a Core i7 processor. It's all the same, but it's not all the same because if it, it can be the same model number, but if it's a K on the end, it's 4 gigahertz. If it's an HQ on the end, it's 2.1 gigahertz. Oh, big difference. It's, but they don't advertise that. And it it kind of pisses that? me off. Well, yeah, exactly. Nobody would buy them. Yeah. <sighs> all right, so I'll let you take a turn uh, before I go on to my next rant about video codecs. <laughs> it's so weird just... Telling my little piddly stuff in the middle of your, like, rants. I'm so sorry. This is a really rant-heavy week. Some weeks were more balanced than this. Other weeks, I have nothing to say. You have nothing to say. But sometimes I got a lot to say, and I really take up all of our airtime with my dumb rants. So, anyway, how was your week, Adam? How was your week? I saw you last the, uh, my birthday graduation party. Yeah. It was a fun time. <laughs> was it a fun time? You had yeah, to talk to Keaton fun. a bit. My yeah. cousin from the other side of the family. We didn't really do anything special. Well, what? I mean, we had your stuff, but it's what? been a while. When's the last time we were, like, in your basement? Oh, no, yeah, it's been years. Like, when I moved these computers down here, that I stopped letting people down here at parties. Yeah, it's been... It's been a while since we played, like, in the dark, hiding in the seat. <laughs> well, we're too old for that yeah, now. And a little big, but... Yeah. 
Oh, too big to hide. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if feel, it's in the dark, it's fine. I think I feel like that long ago, but no, it was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was all right. Yeah. And then okay, so this has been like a really off week. Oh yeah. Just yeah, I've had like nothing to do at all. Mm. But so, oh, <laughs> you could assist me with something. Okay, what have you got? Downloading hundred gigabyte bin files. Huh? Downloading one hundred gigabyte files. One hundred gigabyte files for what? For my my dumb archiving thing that I'm doing. Except your internet probably goes out too often to do it. Because yeah. if your internet goes out while it's gone, you have to start over. Anyway, so what yeah, were you doing does. this week? So, so, anyways, it was a little bit off week. Right. So, one. My girlfriend, like, left for a week or two. Okay. Where? Indiana. Ah. Yeah, nothing... It's a fun place. <laughs> nothing fun, but it's like visiting family or whatever. Isn't that where Holiday World is? I don't know even know where Holiday World is. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, is that the place with, like, four different areas where they, like, separate holidays? I don't know if it's four. I don't know, just, like, a few different four. places yeah. where they, like, separated off. Yeah, it's, a the- it's like Six Flags, but every section, instead okay. of a superhero, every section is a, a holiday. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, so that I happened. I keep distracted. And I guess I didn't realize how much, like, we would actually, like, talk. Okay. But so now I feel like I have nothing to do. And I never have anything to do. Mm. But I just feel like my time is more empty. So, I don't know. I've seen you online on Steam more. Oh, this week. You know why that is? Why? Because I've been booted into Ubuntu all week, downloading 100 gigabyte tomb files, which Arch can't handle. It crashes, so I've been in Ubuntu, which starts up Steam automatically. That's why. I've been oh, you don't Steam. have to like type in your password. No, it just logs me on. Huh. The Linux version. I'm on Linux too. Every time I start, I type uh, in my password. Did you check the remember? Oh no, I don't check that. <laughs> I should. I don't know why I don't. But all right, <laughs> I forgot. The... I forgot the remember button even exists for anything. I never check that mm. anymore. But see, uh, I've been playing a lot of Gmod, mm, but yeah. that gets boring after a while. That's yeah, it gets boring after about five minutes for me. I know. It's because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I know. But okay, so on Friday, last Friday, or I guess before that, so like all summer, moms are trying to get me to make like a dentist appointment. Oh, okay. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I guess you should make one soon. I never made one. I just like, kept pushing it off. Like, I don't feel like going to the right. dentist. It's like if, you know... Well, you go to the orthodontist semi-regularly, right? Yeah. So that you have absolutely no reason to go to the dentist because the well, orthodontist will tell you if you have a problem with your teeth. No, not yes. really. Yeah. They don't check your teeth. Like, they don't actually check They have teeth. to look... If there's anything that is a problem, they will see it. Like, if they don't see it, it's not big enough to be a problem. Like, what if, what if it's like a cavity in the back of your mouth? If they don't see it, it's not a problem. They don't look... They don't, like, use a mirror. They take x-rays sometimes. X-rays don't work with braces. What are you talking about? They took x-rays of me at the orthodontist. I've never had an x-ray. So at the orthodontist? Yeah, at Dr. Shanger's office? I went... Okay, yeah, no, never. I, I didn't get one, like, every time, but every... Like, sometimes they took them. Oh, I've never had one. Except for before I got them on. So yeah, well, you have one after. Well, well of for course, sure. I assume so. So anyways, I got a call on Friday right. from someone, and I got a voicemail. Voicemail is some reason come like an hour after the call, and it's really weird. It probably just notifies you the voicemail an hour after they leave it. Yeah, maybe. That's probably right. So, but so, when I see a number I don't know, I ignore it for like five hours. Same. Then I look at it. I don't even do that. Like, you know, so I'm just like, okay, it's it's getting close tonight. I check my voice. It's like, oh, you have an appointment on Sunday at 940. Hmm. For the dentist. I'm like, huh, I didn't even know I made an appointment. That's weird. Please call to confirm. And I'm like, 
I might do that. <laughs> so then I forget we'll about see. it. I forget about it the next day. Yeah. And then I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is there a dentist only like, on Sunday? That was just <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that was dude. It's like, it was like Sunday, the... I don't know what date it was. Sunday, the date that Monday 31st? was on. 31st? Oh. Yeah, so... Did they forget it was a leap year? I guess. I guess they... I don't know. They just said the wrong day. All right. But they said the right date. So Are you sure like, they didn't say Monday and it just sounded like Sunday? They might have. Because those sound really similar. And I don't on know. A, on, a, on the crappy, like, cellular network, it might have just... Yeah. I think I think my phone, like, it is... It is I don't think it has the best... Like, Your phone has the best. Sound quality. Like, I just think it's hard. Oh, you you think that this beautiful phone with a cracked screen, no Wi-Fi, and a two-minute battery doesn't have the best call quality? I yeah, wonder it's, why. It's pretty bad. Huh. But, so that might have been it. But the, like, calls from whenever called. So I show up there Monday, five minutes late, and they, take, they, take, they take me, like, no, I'm going to show up at least five minutes, at least on time. <laughs> at least on but, time. But so they called me back like 20 minutes later, like 30 minutes. And she, okay. and the first question she asked is, so how late were you? I guess they just have like a checkbox for that you were late or something like that. Like it just says you're late. Probably just like if you're not there right on time, they take someone else. And then like you were sitting there for a while, they probably were looking at well, someone well, else. Well, even when I come early, I get taken late. Like, I've never. But do they late. say how late are you? No. Even though they don't say that one late, huh. I don't know. So I'm just like, okay, I was only there five minutes, but five minutes late. She's like, and she's like, oh, good. I'm like, why is that good? You took me twenty minutes late. So I was no, because that means you weren't waiting as long. I don't think she was trying to yell at you. I think she was just making know, conversation. Because this is the dentist. Like it wasn't the dentist or the other girl. And I think, yeah, yeah. and I think I've had her like six times or something. I had her. Yeah, lot normally I have the same too. one if if they're available. But so. Oh yeah, I went there, and they were like, they were, it was weird, because like, okay, they are going to take my x-rays, like, right. so we can't take your x-rays because you have braces, and you know, nothing will show up, because your braces will block it. I got x-rays when I had braces on at the orthodontist and at the dentist sometimes. Well, they told me I couldn't get them because I braces. Normally, at the dentist, I got out of it by saying, just look at the ones from my orthodontist, but like, one time, they finagled my parents into having I an x-ray. Know, maybe braces are made out of some new metal, titanium, something... That's not new. Yeah, I mean, different than what they were made out of. Not new metal, yeah. newly discovered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, titanium is newly discovered. Or, um... But they did that, and they're like, oh, so normally when we don't do x-rays, we take your blood pressure. I'm like, what? They did that last time I went, and I didn't have braces. I was like, why are you taking my blood pressure? And they're like, oh, we do this for adults. Like, that's the why you haven't done it before. They, that's what they told me. It was because you're an adult yeah. now. They told me when you don't do x-rays, they do your blood pressure. She's like, well, I just loaned someone my blood pressure thing, and I can't find it. So, you know, we're just not going to do that either. There you go. And I was like, that is so weird. Like, the way she said it, like, what is x-rays? What, what, blood um, pressure do what, what is the name of the dentist? that you go to Kaufman okay it's like the same spelling with one less n uh, it's not the same spelling it's one less n yeah yeah well, I got a like some I, I've talked about mine before some Indian yeah person but well, I don't like the dentist <clears throat> I don't know I just don't yeah it's not, it doesn't like hurt but it's just like I don't know it's weird being yeah. there so ever since I've been like since I went to the orthodontist like the orthodontist had way nicer equipment than my dentist like, yeah. all of my dentist stuff, like, all the x-ray machines, they look so old compared to the orthodontist stuff. Like, the orthodontist stuff was all this digital stuff, and yeah. then the dentist just has this really old stuff that's probably giving me cancer. 
probably. I think my dentist is not as like it doesn't look as fancy as the orthodontist, but it doesn't look like really bad. Like it's still got, uh, well, I don't know. There's a dent orthodontist thing that like revolves around your head. Yeah, they've stuff. got that. I don't know. I think the orthodontist just like moves it on, or the dentist just like moves it on its on its own oh, and then yeah. takes it or something. Uh-huh. I don't know if it automatically moves. But when I hit the X-ray because it hurts my mouth, like when you have to bite down the thing, it hurts so bad. At the dentist. What are you talking about? Like okay, you have to when you put it in, you have to like bite down on something. Right. Yeah, that hurts. No, it doesn't. Because you it, probably have a cavity if it hurts to bite on a piece of plastic. No, 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 no. It doesn't hurt my teeth. What's it? So hurt? it's like a plastic and this little thing that goes up in the front. Right. And the, it hits the roof of my mouth. Right. And that hurts is digging into the roof of my mouth. They have never placed it in my mouth where it was hurting the roof of my mouth. I always hurt at the orthodontist. At the Do you dentist. have an abnormally low roof of your mouth? Maybe. I don't know. That's probably what it is. Because I, my, it, you know, nothing fits in my mouth. It's possible. But so, yeah. So I hate doing that. So I was glad I didn't have to do an x-ray. Or they've done another x-ray, too. They have two different things to do an x-ray with. Mm-hmm. They have a really old-fashioned way, too. But the, for the first... What's the old-fashioned way? I don't know. Like, like, they put, like... I don't know. They put these things... Like, one x-ray thing. at a time? No, but they put, like, this foam... Wait, no, what the hell is that? That's something different. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. It's not the thing you bite down into. That's fluoride. Yeah, no, they do fluoride. I don't like fluoride, either. That's that's something completely different and not related, though. <laughs> I know, that's... but I could have sworn they did something else for x-ray. Maybe they don't. I'm just dumb. That's probably the case. All right. I was looking at my phone because you were telling a story. You I, can't look at your phone when you're in the <laughs> But so for the first time ever, they hurt me. Like, I don't know, like, what they did, but they would, like, they would use the little hook to, like... Look, oh, yeah, that, that like, hurts every time. Look yeah. around my mouth. Uh-huh. And usually... No, they're scraping stuff off. They're not looking around. They're scraping yeah, off okay, the stains. Right. No, it's a little bit different. Like, there's a difference between observing your mouth and, like, don't, scraping... Don't they use that to, like, check for cavities? No, too? they use a laser beam to check for cavities. I don't have a laser beam. No, mine puts a little laser pin up to my mouth, and it goes, boop, if you have a cavity, and it goes, boop, if you don't. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have that. They just, like, they hook it, and if the hook goes into a hole, they know you got a cavity. That's horrible. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's They're, like, true. manually checking for holes no, in No, no, but teeth, they use the mirror, and I'm sure they're looking with the mirror, too, for any little holes or anything. Huh. But, yeah, we don't have a laser. But, so, but they, for the first time ever, they, like, hook, and then they, they, like, stab my gums with a hook and stuff while they're doing it. And yeah. You know, no, was, they do that every time they're cleaning my teeth. It yeah. was really painful. Like, normally it hurts a little bit, but, no, mm-hmm. it was awful. But, yeah... That's about it. Then the dentist came in for like t- ten seconds. Right, the time that and goes. Then he yeah. left. They didn't do that thing, and I should have got a sucker while I was there. Did they give you suckers still? No, they have a bowl. I got a new. I I got a new toothbrush because like mm-hmm. my toothbrush was really like old and soft. They don't give soft, you a new toothbrush like, every time. Like, I didn't, every if time, I ask for one, they give me one. Oh no, they they like give me a little goodie bag every single yeah. time I go. Yeah, they give you a yeah, yeah goodie bag. So why do you have to ask for one? They just give you one. Well, sometimes the goodie bag has a toothbrush in it, but. I just want to make sure. So I was like, uh, they don't ask what kind of toothpaste they want anymore either. <clears throat> they don't give me toothpaste. Well, they, they sometimes they give me a travel little one. Little mini things. Yeah. But they used to like, ask about what flavor. Like, what flavor do you want in the bag? Or like, what color toothbrush? Not just give me a toothbrush. Give me a... Yeah, because you're an adult now. Mint. That's stupid. Um, I don't care though. I'm an adult. <laughs> they just give me whatever. They don't give, well. they don't give me... Uh, I mean, I get numb. 
a little old for this, but they used to give you balloons. Like they had a little <laughs> little balloon machine balloons. where you stick the balloon over the clown's mouth, and then would blow up the balloon. And then, yeah, you just have. <laughs> that's like that's not just a balloon machine. That's a like the little kiddiest balloon yeah, machine ever. Yeah, it was fancy ever. and it was really cool. And it was like it was pretty tall, like five feet tall or something. When I was a kid, it was pretty ginormous. Huh. It's kind of scary too, but I don't even know if they still have that. But I don't know if I could ask for a balloon. They could probably just fill it up with their air spray. I mean, well, that is their air spray. Oh, what air spray? <laughs> yeah, they bring the they bring the clown up to your mouth <laughs> to spray the air in to dry it off. Yeah, while they're too, but I mean, if they don't have the clown, don't they have the balloons? What I mean. Yeah, I was I was suggesting that they could blow up balloons with the mouth air sprayer. Yeah, probably. No, they don't have an. Air, I've never had an air sprayer there. Yeah, I've never had an air sprayer. I don't think I've ever had them use an air sprayer. When they're like looking at specific teeth, then they want to dry them off. They they've got an air sprayer. Maybe. To, to maybe maybe for like cavities they'll do that. I think my dentist is a little bit different from your dentist. Well, yeah. Just judging by these inconsistencies we've found in our in our. I mean, like you need you know, why do you need to dry like you don't need to dry it just for looking for stuff, do you? No, but yeah. Like when they do the fluoride, like when they're painting the fluoride on, they dry it off first, and then they paint the fluoride on. I don't do fluoride. I've only had done fluoride like twice in my thousand years as a dentist. <laughs> really? In your entire life? I got it, like, they do mine like once a year. Fluoride. Yeah. I have a problem. Like, I don't know, I freak out. <laughs> if, like, I can't swallow for a long period of time. And they go, yeah. you have to go like five minutes without swallowing. No, I just swallow while they're doing it. I can't. It's like, do deal it. with it. Maybe it might kill you. What, what, how will it kill you if you swallow? Like, they're working on stuff and I swallow. If you swallow the fluoride. What do you swallow the fluoride? Okay, what are you talking about? I guess it's dangerous if you swallow the So there's stuff two different ways they can put the fluoride in. One of them is like they give you the tray that you bite into, and yeah, that's that. where you can't swallow. Yeah, right, I don't like that, because I can't swallow. Yeah, that I've gagged on that before. But then, like, more recently, they've switched me over to the thing where they just, like, they take a little paintbrush and they paint it on, like, a whiteout thing, and they, like, paint on the fluoride. That's fun. Maybe that's why they don't do fluoride. I have braces, and he just paint it on. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that true. makes sense. There's no point doing fluoride. Anyway. All right, but, well, that's fun. That's your trip to the dentist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Were you not done with your story? No. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> All right. Uh -huh. All right, well, um, I had a, a little rant story to talk about from last week that I forgot uh, about. In my, What was I ranting about last week? Mm, let's see. I can I can rule out band. Oh, the <laughs> only the only thing I remember about last week is the hard drive stuff. That's right, that took me a while to to explain. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for a rant? Okay, I've sure. got several rants. Well, several complaints over from the accumulated like, this past week, but I'll just go into one rant. Okay. All right. So, you noticed I was on Steam. Yeah. This past week. Well, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, the week before this past week. I booted up Grim Eclipse. I told you about this briefly yeah, at the, the party. So I played Grim Eclipse for the first time, and it was really fun. It was actually more fun than I thought it would be. I'm not big into combat games, and like the, the games that I am into, like Half-Life, like that's a you know a shooter, so you have guns, whereas yeah, like I know Ruby is like a close quarters combat thing, so I really wasn't sure what to expect going into it. Um, so first of all, it's not available on Linux. They're working on making it available for Mac, but it's not available for Mac right now either. It's just available on Windows, which sucks. Yeah. 
because um, I bought the game, but I only have Linux installed on my computer right now. So I installed a virtual machine, and I I kind of gave you this rant. So I installed a virtual machine. I had a virtual machine installed in GNOME boxes, right? Yep. That was what I was using for my virtual machine. That's what I made that iTunes. You know, I, I use iTunes for Windows in GNOME boxes, and GNOME boxes was great, I thought. But GNOME boxes only gives the virtual machine 16 megabytes of video RAM. Now, what uh, game can you play with 16 megabytes of video RAM, Adam? What game? No, you can't. Oh, There's more than 16 megabytes worth of textures when you load Minecraft. So you Just can't game in GNOME boxes, I found out. And in VirtualBox, I know from experience that the VirtualBox virtual machines are limited to 128 megabytes of VRAM or 256 if you're lucky and you squint one eye just the right way and you install these proper drivers that I'm not sure if they are available from sometimes. But so VirtualBox isn't great for gaming either. So I downloaded VMware, um, VMware Player. Um, I think it's called VMware Workstation Player now. They renamed it to VMware Workstation Player. And um, so it's proprietary is why I wouldn't just use it in the first place because VirtualBox, open source, um, you know, GnomeBox is obviously open source, but then VMware, proprietary, closed source. Can't see what it's doing, but it's my gaming installation. So like I've got Chrome installed, I might as well install VMware. So I installed VMware Workstation Player. I installed Windows 8 in it. And I installed Windows 8 because I had a Windows 8 disk and I don't have a, I don't have a Windows 10 disk because I don't, give you ISOs, like they don't, I tried to look up a Windows 10 ISO to download, couldn't find one. No, you have to get Windows 8 not, or 8.1 first and then download the update. Um, except today's the last day that you can do that ever. Oh, um, so starting tomorrow, I won't be able to update. But um, but yeah, I installed Windows 8, didn't even activate it because I wasn't sure if it was gonna work yet. Um, and, the, oh, by the way, before I tried VMware Player, I also did try just doing a, I, I downloaded an app called, like, VM Manager, that it works with Linux's, like, KVM and Zen underlying systems for virtualization, but it's really meant more for servers, so once again, 16 megabytes of VRAM in that, too. So, um, so yeah, I went into VMware Workstation Player, and I, I installed Windows 8, and I could actually play Ruby Grim Eclipse in this, Oh, with and I was running. I had the virtual machine set to 1080p, but I was running with 720p graphics. I was able to go with 1080p graphics, but it was a little laggy. And when you're fighting, you know, close quarters combat game, you're gonna want not a lot of lag. So yeah, I turned it down sure. to 720p graphics, um, upscaled to 1080p on my screen, which was it was working great. So I recorded myself playing this. I recorded it as a single player let's play, and I thought about having me and you do it, but I don't think you own the game, right? No, no, no. Um, yeah, so I decided to just go ahead and play it myself since I'm, you know, a big fan of Ruby and I wanted to experience the game, uh, before they started screwing with it because I think they just released, like, version 1.0 or they just got to where they were calling it stable. And, um, but yeah, they're about to start on, like, a whole new, like, storyline, like a new chapter or whatever for it. So I wanted to play it while it was in version 1 still, um, in case they remove the stuff that's in there now, which would be stupid. I don't know why they'd do that, but... But yeah, there's like a there's a story that's just in the game that's not like in the show or anything. And so I was playing it. I and what I did was I had um, Simple Screen Recorder up, mm -hmm. recording, and I use the same recording setup that I use. Not the same recording setup that I use. I use a similar recording setup that I use for Displaced. So for Displaced, what I did was I used an OpenGL capture to capture the Minecraft like just the game into an MP4 file. 
and that worked really well. I could record for hours and hours, and it would be like one or two gigabytes, like you know, way better than Fraps, which is like three point four gigabytes per ten yeah. minutes or something. Um, so, but since this wasn't a virtual machine, I couldn't do the OpenGL thing. So I was doing um, just screen recording, like recording, you know, rectangle of the screen. I used Windows Select, so it was just recording the rectangle of the screen that was that virtual machine. And I was using Audacity to record the audio. So I played for about an hour, paused and saved the recordings, went upstairs, got a drink of water, came back down, played for another like 30 minutes, and then decided it was time to sign off. So I'm playing Ruby Grim Eclipse. And I, by the time this this podcast is out, um, I'll have uploaded that video, so I'll put that in the link down my Let's Play of it. But I press the escape key to get into the menu. There's an option to quit. Yep. There's no option to save. Mm, so I'm like, okay, it'll probably save if I quit, but I'll just Google it, just to make sure. So I Google Ruby Grim Eclipse save progress. And I found a bunch of people saying that it didn't save the progress. Oh. Now... Well, that's one of those things where if I hadn't Googled it, I would have just been, you know, I, I would have, it would have been fine. All, none of my problems would have happened if I had just not Googled it. I Google things too often. It makes my life harder because I know more stuff and it complicates yeah. things. But, um, but yeah, if I had just exited the game, I don't know whether it would have saved it or not. But, uh, cause they, they said to make it save, you have to enable steam cloud saving, which I've already gotten enabled because I love the right, steam cool. cloud saving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already had that enabled, but yeah, the the deal is Ruby Grim Eclipse is made as a multiplayer game. It is a multiplayer campaign, multiplayer mechanics, single player mode. All they do is you're the only player. Right. So like, I I don't know if they took the difficulty down at all. They might have taken the difficulty down a little bit, but basically like it's made to be multiplayer. And when it's multiplayer, whoever's hosting the server can save the server or whatever. Right. But when you're doing single player, like the server's being hosted behind the scenes. So you, you don't, I don't know, you know, it's not clear how to save it. So um, I decided to be on the safe side. All right, I don't know how to save this. So I'm going to, since this is a virtual machine, you know, virtual machines, you can, in, in addition to just shutting the virtual machine all the way down, you can save the state of that virtual machine. Okay. That's one of the advantages to virtual machines, that you can pause the virtual machine, and it's like putting your computer into sleep mode. It saves the virtual machine's RAM onto your hard drive, and it just closes out of the virtual machine. VMware player, VMware Workstation player on Linux, on Ubuntu Linux 16.04, and I blame this just as much on Ubuntu as I do on VMware because Ubuntu 16.04 is unstable, but so is VMware. Whenever you close a machine, whether you shut it down all the way or you save it, you know, whichever one of those you do, when you close a virtual machine out of Workstation player on Linux, it crashes your whole computer. Great. Crashes the whole computer, freezes everything, can't even use the mouse. And, um, you know, there's, like, sometimes when Linux crashes, I can control Alt-F2 into the terminal and kill whatever's making it freeze and go back, right? Yeah. I can save things. But, no, it, it, it crashed harder than I've seen this computer crash in a long time. Uh, which, that's an accomplishment. So, congrats to VMware for figuring out how to crash my computer worse than I've crashed it in quite a while. But, um, but yeah, the, I found out, I thought it was because I tried to save the virtual machine state, but, like, if I had shut it off properly or if I had clicks just click X out or if I kill the process like ain't something with how it dedicates resources when you stop the virtual machine in any way it crashes your whole computer and so I had to hold the power button down on my computer until it turned off and turn it back on right that's what yep. you would do yeah obviously after a while you just you know you can't do anything except turn it off and back on mm-hmm. I knew that would be a problem 
because I know how MP4 files work. I knew this would be a problem before I started, so it's not like this was a surprise. So I turned the computer on. Audacity, big shocker, Audacity actually saved my stuff in an autosave file. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Audacity, I've, you know how I've complained about how Audacity is the most unstable piece of crap on Linux, like when we were doing yeah. this place. <laughs> That's why I didn't use it for Season 2, hardly at all. Um, I, I complained about how unstable Audacity is, but Audacity, to its credit, saved, you know, the, my computer completely froze. There was no hard drive activity, no nothing. Audacity, when I turned the computer back on, had my stuff in it. Yeah, they're good with that. Good job, Audacity, for that. Now, Sample Screen Recorder, it saves the file. It doesn't save it in RAM like Audacity does. It saves the file directly to the hard drive, so it, there's no need for an autosave because it's constantly saving. But MP4 files, the way that the compressed MP4 files work, are they are it is an inter-frame codec, which means that each frame only contains the data that has changed from the previous frame. Right. Um, so you can't start in the middle of a of an MP4 file. Uh, you have to have everything leading up to it in order to find a specific frame in an MP4 file. Right. That makes sense, and I've yeah, dealt with that video editing. It's actually better to video edit with an intra-frame codec, um, where you can just pick out a specific frame and the entire frame is saved in that position. It's faster because you don't have to read everything before it, too. Yeah. I understand that. What I don't understand is why an MP4 file needs the ending of it to work at all. Oh, that's... The, so when you're compressing, when you, you have an imp, a compressed... And as far as I know, this doesn't happen with... I don't think this would happen with uncompressed files. I think it's due to compression. When you have a compressed MP4 file, it's saving compressed data, saving compressed data, and then when you click stop then it saves a bunch of data at the end about the method it used to compress it. Mm -hmm. And when you go to play that file, the first thing it does is it gets all this data from the end of your file about how to decompress it, and then it plays it from the beginning. Why does decompressing. it, it the Be uh, Well, based on how long it is, that's going to change uh, how it's compressed. And based on what's in it and how much it's moving, that's going to change how it's compressed. So I kind of get that. But... Um, the problem with it is, let's say that your MP4 file is truncated. Um, let's say that you know if it's a hundred gigabyte download and your internet goes out and you only have the first fifty gigs, you can't play it anymore because you don't have the ending telling you how to decompress it. And if your computer freezes because VMware is a piece of crap, then which to be fair, VMware is not a piece of crap because it actually played a video game, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. For we couldn't do that a few years ago in virtual machines. That's a big step forward for virtual machines. But yeah, VMware crashed my computer, truncated the MP4 file. And so, yeah, um, I searched online how to repair truncated MP4 files. And the fact that I had dealt with this limited, like, in the past, helped a little bit because, um, like, I knew terms to use such as truncated. Like, I knew that's what they call it when you cut off the data stream. Uh, I knew that's called truncated. So I knew some of the Google terms that I needed to include. I found a Linux program that is supposed to fix truncated MP4 files. What it does is you load in one MP4 file... Mm -hmm. um, that is recorded by the same program or camera or whatever. They, it's made for cameras, so every camera um, compresses things differently. So you have to load in a working file that includes the compression data, and then you load in your broken file, and it takes the compression data from the working file and just pastes it into the end of the broken file. Right, Seems like it would work great, right? Yeah. That's Problem nice. is, it doesn't work with files over 2 gigabytes because it was made in 2006 or whatever, right. and it hasn't been updated uh, because it... So, um, so I go and I'm, I ended up downloading... I'm going to make this long story short for you because I know you don't actually care that much, but I spent hours and hours and hours and hours 
working, trying to get that program to work. And then I went into the Windows virtual machine. And I downloaded so much Windows shareware and so much shareware, so much freeware uh, that was like supposed to fix MP4 files at one point in Windows. I actually got it to to repair the file and I could play the file. Yeah. But then like every five seconds, it was flickering gray on the screen. Uh, and then like there oh, were sections okay. where it was just gray on the screen. The sound was working the entire way through by the way, and it, that was infuriating because I could hear the sound from the game. It was just the gameplay because my audio was recorded in Audacity. The gameplay sound was working and there would be like a five-minute chunk where it's just a gray screen, but the sound's still there. <laughs> and I knew that the data is in this file because it's a 3.5 gigabyte file It was that size the file was going up the entire time I was recording. I knew that, like, you know, the, the data is there. It just doesn't know how to read it. Um... Very, very long story cut short. I figured out how to make that Linux program that was written for two gigabyte files work with files of any size. How did you do that? Well, I actually made so many changes to the source code of that program, I don't actually remember. So I, I, how that, that was one of those programs where you download the source code and you have to compile it yourself, right? Uh, There was actually a binary available. There was a binary available, I installed the binary, it didn't work. So then I was like, I need to make changes to the source code. And this is why, you know, you you probably don't care about compiling because you just download a .exe file yeah. and you run your Google Chrome. But let's say that you want to make a change to Google Chrome while Google Chrome's closed source, so screw you, is how that works. But Chromium's open source, so let's say you want to make a change to Google Chrome, you go and get the source code for Chromium, you can make the change, and then you compile it, and then you have right, you Adam's version of Google Chrome. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was doing sort of the same thing. So I went and got the source code off of GitHub, and this is like the first time I've ever done something of this nature. Um, and actually, that's not true. I've done similar things for my website, actually, for software running on our web server. But I got the source code, and I enabled debugging, and then I went and I compiled it. And then there, like every time there was an error, it tells you what line of the code the error was in. I go to that line of the code. If it looks important, then I look up what it does. If it doesn't look important, I just take it out. <laughs> And um, so I took out a couple of the fail safes that are like designed to like stop (laughs) memory overflows. And like I took out some stuff that I didn't really need, but then some stuff like I had to change. It was written with like one type of, of integer for numbers. I had to change it to a 64 bit type. It was written for 32 bit computers. But 32-bit computers can't actually deal with files more than 2 gigabytes. That, that was one of the main reasons it couldn't work with bigger files. So I had to change all of the, the, uh, the, the variable types to 64-bit variable types. I had to change like, them to be more precise, um, the types of variables. And yeah, I had to change some stuff to where it was more modern C++ because this was out, like pretty outdated code. And I, I know, like, you don't care, but just bear with me. I'm proud of it because I made a version of this program that worked with my 3.5 gigabyte file. And this was after, like, 24 hours. And when I got the version that didn't work, like, out of Windows, when I got the version that had, like, five-minute chunks where the video wasn't there but the audio was, I thought about just using that. And it was well, all flickery, and every five seconds it would freeze and then catch back up. I thought, I genuinely thought about using that. I almost used that, but I put in the extra eight hours of effort trying to get this other video file to prepare properly. And, you know, I I don't know what some of that code I deleted did, but it, it, it works. The, the version of the program that I made works. So if I was a, a developer 
what I would do at this stage is I would submit a pull request, I think that's what it's called, mm -hmm. to that developer of that program, and I would say, I made these changes to make your program work with bigger files. These are the changes in the code that I made, and then you can incorporate these back into your program so that when people come and download your program, then they get the better version, right? No, that's how it's supposed to go in the open source community. If I was a developer, that's what I'd do. Problem is, I'm not a developer. I'm an IT guy, right? Uh, so I, I, well, yeah, I don't, I'm, as a not developer, I, I wasn't tracking what changes I made to the code. Uh, and there are like tools I can use to check what changes I made to the code. But, but yeah, like I honestly, I made like 10 to 15 changes in that code and I don't know exactly where they all are. So I can't submit a pull request. And even if I did know that, I still wouldn't know how to submit a pull request because <laughs> you need to know how to use a program called Git, and I don't know how to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I... But if you, listeners of this podcast, have a corrupted MP4 file, what I'll do is I'll just publish the source code and the binary so you don't have to compile it if you're someone like Adam. Um, I'll, I'll publish that on downloads.nerdonthestreet.com or nerdonthestreet.com slash downloads. And then you guys can download the, the the binary that works. So if you've got a a three or four or 10 gigabyte video file that's truncated, then you, um, now one thing that I will say, it didn't work when I used it with a 10 second video file from Simple Screen Recorder. <clears throat> this was a 30 minute file, right? And then my 10 second file of just the desktop that I took at first, that did not work because the desktop was not moving, so it was compressed a lot more. So that compression data didn't work with you know the 30-minute gameplay footage. But I put in the hour-long working gameplay footage, and that was compressed similarly because it was similar footage. And so it, that compression data works. So yeah, you need not only um, a video from the same equipment, but you need a video that is similar in nature to what you're trying to recover. I'll, I'll put the binary up for download, and then I'll also put the source code up for download because I support you know open source stuff. And if you're a developer and you're looking for something to do, then feel free to download my source code and run diff or something to find out what the changes I made are. And feel free to submit those back to the developer of that program because I'm sure they would appreciate it. Because they mentioned that they couldn't get it working with bigger files. But somehow, I, somehow I did it, which leads me to believe that I didn't try very hard because, like, you know, if I can do it, like, I'm not a professional. This was, I, yeah. um, and I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, there were one or two things that, like, were in there for safety that I took yeah, out. Maybe but, some of those, I don't know. But, you know, like, it That's worked. Awesome. So I don't, you know, I don't care about, like, memory overflows or whatever. Like, it, it worked. Um,. So yeah, uh, I, I made that work and I was happy about that. Um, yeah, I, I if I hadn't told Kirsten that story last week and then you that story like hyped down on Sunday, then I would have been better at telling it now. But but yeah, I wanted to. And so I also had a lot of fun playing Grim Eclipse. I cannot wait to finish the game. I I'm not sure if it saved my progress or not since I did click. Um, oh well, I know that the virtual machine crashed, so the virtual machine did not save my progress, but. I don't know if uh, when I log back into Grim Eclipse if it's going to have my progress or not. Do you know how far into the game you are? Um, I don't know how far. I was two chapters. I finished the second chapter. I don't, I don't know how many there are oh. in the first storyline. but um, There's multiple storylines? Well, they're working on the second one starting now. Uh, they didn't release it as like a DLC. 
Um, I don't know. They at first when they first started developing the game, they said they were going to add them for free, and then they said like apparently at one of those Ruby panels at RTX, they said something about a DLC, but like they didn't clarify if that was a paid DLC or a free DLC. Yeah, it could be free. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about that. But um, but yeah, I. I had fun with it. It, it so ruined my night, though, because I, I thought about continuing the game because I was like, I don't know how long this, this game is, but like it was like like 10.30 p.m. when I decided to stop playing, and I was like, I can either make this like an all-night thing and I can play until 1 a.m. and finish this game, or I can enjoy it more, like just stop it here, keep myself in suspense of the storyline, yeah. and I decided I'll, I'll do the responsible thing. I'm going to stop playing now, and then... I went to exit the game before I stopped recording, and then it crashed, and then I, I stayed up until 2.30 in the morning trying to fin- get fixed that video file, got the half-fixed one, went to bed, got up at like 10 a.m., and then worked all day on, on the next day getting it actually working. So that was a bummer, but uh, I got it working. It was, you know, I have you ever had like uh, something that you actually care about in life? Like, I don't know. Probably. Like, have you ever had a project that you've worked on? It doesn't have to be computer-related, but have you ever had, like, a model airplane or something? Like, No, actually. You actually have you ever had a project that you were working on? Not like that. Anything? Not that you put that much effort into, no. Okay. Well, people out there, you know, it does. it's not just computers. Like, any project that you're working on, like, if you fail so much, but, it, like... It's the best feeling in the world when you actually, like, you didn't even think you could get it working. Like, I'm an idiot. I didn't think I'd be able to fix the C++ code from five years ago. But from Google searches and stackoverflow.com and, like, stuff, I got it working. And it was, it, like, it was worth all of the effort I put in. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, if you, if you ever, you know, start, like having passions in life, like, ever have goals for yourself, Adam, then maybe you can come to the podcast and I will let you rant for 30 minutes about how you overcame Sounds an good. issue. I mean, right now, I get pretty excited when I get something installed, but... In Linux? Yeah, when it's not That's like... That's fair uh, enough. Linux. Yeah. Some of the stuff, when it comes in that weird file, it doesn't... Tar? always do it right. Dot tar? There was one, yeah, there's one thing tar that I had to install. It, it wasn't because... Of, I don't know if it was because of Linux... But I didn't install it like fifty times yet to finish installing, or like restart it because well, that wasn't Linux. Um, I don't know if it's because it was in Linux. It, it was in, in Chrome, Linux. and what it would do is it would stop the install. Wait, in Chrome? Yeah, I was, I was installing it in Chrome, like from Chrome. Like, what was it? Was it a Chrome extension? No, it was like downloading something from the Chrome browser. Why didn't you open up the downloads folder and start the installer from there? You, no, no, the, but there wasn't an. You, there's no installer in there, is there? You downloaded a file in Chrome. Yeah. So go to your downloads folder and open the file. Yeah, but nothing would be in there because it wouldn't finish the install. You mean it wouldn't finish the download? Yeah. It wouldn't finish the download right away, so I had to keep. Like, doing, redoing it. That's what I've been having to do this past week with my 100 gigabyte files, because I'll download it, it'll get to 76 gigabytes and fail. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah, not that big. Like, where it doesn't finish the download? That's yeah. not anything that requires skill. That's just not having a crappy internet connection. No, no, I was just saying. That okay. wasn't because of my internet connection, though. Just wasn't finishing it. What, what was it? But then, it? like, every time I'd <clears throat> download, it'd get a little bit more. Like, it'd get a little bit more done. I don't know. But that's not how that works. Like, it restarts every time. 
Yeah, but it would go a little farther every time. But that is nothing like each time has nothing to do with the next time. I know. They're independent. I know, I'm just saying. So for some reason I was working it. What was it? I don't know. It was just a dumb No, it it was probably something really shifty. No, but... it was nothing shifty. It was a legitimate thing like What's team... legitimate thing? Like like it was like something like TeamSpeak or something. Something like that. Like it wasn't anything like that I got from some like weird place. I just have a hard time believing that you can get TeamSpeak to download because it's like six megabytes, isn't it? It wasn't that, but it was something a little bit more. I don't know what it was. Maybe in Steam or something. <laughs> Who knows? Because huh. it would go for like ten seconds, then it would skip to saying it's done, and but it wouldn't be done because it wouldn't have been everything yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. Um, hmm. Did you try downloading it in Firefox? I find that when a file fails to download in one browser, I can usually open it up in a different browser and it handles it fine. It was a while ago. Okay. Anyways, I got <laughs> Wait, is that one of the ones where it doesn't tell you the progress of when it's downloading? It just has like it it it, it says downloading, but it doesn't and say it had, like the time remaining. It doesn't say how much it is. It has like a bar, but then yeah, but then it just goes f- like across over and over. Like it doesn't actually fill the bar up incrementally, right? No, I think it fills the bar up incrementally, but then it'll just skip to the end, like uh, a little bit to being full. I don't know how you manage that. Mm, that's weird. Because it, I don't know. That's ex- oh, right. It doesn't take any skill, but. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were talking about installing something. That takes I, I for a, a a user like you, like I would be proud of you if you had to go through trouble to install something. But that's just downloading something. Some. You said the word install. I might have had some trouble installing something. Probably did, but some stuff's weird on there. But on what? On Linux. What? Yeah, like weird. what? Some stuff's weird to install. Like it won't just won't go. Like what? Give me an anecdote. This is a podcast. You think I have anecdotes? We're on a podcast. You. You bring anecdotes and you judge things based on one experience you had with them and you talk about it. That's the podcast. Yeah, but I don't remember. How do you not remember? It was a while ago. Huh. Yeah. I don't, like, keep stuff like that, like, flowing around, but I don't care about stuff like that. Like, once I get it, I get it. Yeah. Because you know how, like, once you get into, like, the tar file, there's three things, and one of them is, like, a purple triangle? (laughs) One of them is a purple triangle. Not a triangle. Not a triangle. (laughs) A diamond. Like a purple diamond. Oh, the it, autoplay thing. Sometimes that just doesn't work. That's not. Yeah, that's a .exe file. The server Windows. No, it's not .exe. What is it? It's .dot. I don't know. So .dot. It didn't say anything actually. It's probably an .sh file. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Because it's downloaded mean, for Linux, so it won't be .exe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's it it's not it's not autoplay. It's auto make or yeah. something or. That can be annoying sometimes. Like it won't stuff like that. Like it's. Well, you can't just click on it. You have to open up a terminal and run sh that file. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, that that makes it work a little more reliably. And then if it doesn't work, it tells you what's wrong with it. Sometimes it's like randomly clicking on stuff, and somehow it might work. If you click on it, it opens in the background, and then you can't see what it's doing. If you open it in a terminal, you get, like, progress updates. Right. That's true. All right. Think about that. Well. You know what my mouse is doing? It's it's automatically double-clicking on everything. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it makes When you single-click? Yeah, I don't like that. Hmm. I don't think that's... I think that's just my mouse. Actually. Yeah, you don't think that's Linux? What yeah. mouse do you have? It's a Razer... Definitely. Oh, that's right. It's that fancy lineup one, right? Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't tried it on any other computer, though. Probably should. Mm. Yeah. It's mildly annoying. Yeah, you could try, like, unplugging it and just blowing on it. Blowing. Like, blowing into the connector. Oh. Get dust down. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no pro tip for you. All right. Well, you have anything else to talk about? I can save the rest of my rants for uh, I think about the future. All right. 
well. Uh, that was like an hour and 15 minutes of Jacob talking, and then about 15 minutes of Adam talking. Yeah. And uh, so we'll see you guys next week. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's the sign-off. We didn't sign it on or at the beginning of the podcast, and oh, now I feel like... That? No, we did, but it was like five minutes in. Yeah, it was a little bit. So we had to sign out. Now, I, now we have to... Well, no, that would be sign out five minutes before we end. Oh, right. We forgot to. Sign Jacob Kaufman. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. I really want to order that laptop, but Don't do I know that. it's a bad idea. Because I know that I can get better performance, but Just it's like... Don't. But, you know, I'd much rather have a ThinkPad, though, with a 4K screen than this. Because a 1080p, like, I'm using a 2K screen. So a 1080p screen at 17, like, the pixel density is going to be lower. Whatever. Just deal with it. It's a better computer. Like, why does... Yeah. Like, the screen doesn't matter. Because when you're editing, like, 1080p video, you don't want it to always be scaled down. And, like, when I'm editing 4K, like, you can't edit 4K video on a 1080p. Like, I edit 4K video on this thing, and it's ridiculous because I can't even see it at full resolution. Like, editing 4K video on a 1K screen would be even worse than editing 4K video on this 2K screen. Yeah. What's the point if you're not going to edit properly? What? Like, what's the point of having the good screen if you can't, like, edit it properly? Yeah, that's the, that's the voice of reason. Yeah. That's a good point. There's no point to it. Um, the ThinkPad also has a much better keyboard, though, and I know I love the ThinkPad keyboards. Because yeah. they've, they, the, the, this, you know, this cheap Chinese thing, like, some people say they like the keyboard, some people say they don't, but, like, I've used ThinkPad keyboards, and I know that they are, are solid keyboards. Also, the ThinkPad has the, the little, the track point, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that the little... little it's the little red stub. thing? Yeah, yeah, the little nub that you like. Yeah, it's like a oh, eraser. Oh, so cool when we have like a work computer like that. That's pretty yeah, cool, Yeah, yeah. That? That's a ThinkPad staple. Only the ThinkPads have those in like one or two HP ones. But like mm-hmm. ThinkPads have those and uh, they're a lot more accurate. And they have like the middle button. And they had those on the school ThinkPads that we had. And I loved using that. Um, and also the ThinkPads, just even the normal trackpad has a the on the their high-end ones the normal trackpad has a middle mouse button whereas like these cheap chinese laptops only have a trackpad with two mice buttons Uh and um but then the thing is like really for doing serious work i'd want to use an external mouse anyway yeah but like with a thinkpad i might not have to because it's got the built-in good mouse but (sighs) i yeah and also i do feel like you know the gaming gaming laptops look a little silly (laughs) because they've got lights everywhere and, like, they're made Maybe. out of plastic. Whereas the ThinkPad is, like, military-tested, like... Where but when is it going to matter, like, if you have lights on your laptop? Like... No, because, like, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to be in the business department of S&T. Like, I told you that. You're bringing your laptop to, the, like, the business departments, like, sections? No, well, probably not. But if there's ever, like, a time when, like, a teacher in one of the classes says, all right, everyone bring your laptops for next class if you've got them, like... Which I could totally happen because I'm going into a computer centric field. Yeah. Um, then I'll just I'll look stupid with my. If I pull out a ThinkPad, like people just... take you seriously. If you pull out a ThinkPad out of your backpack, even if it's the crappiest thing out of the world, if you take out a gaming PC, it can be the most powerful thing in the world. But if it's got lights on it, it looks just, just geeky. Like... I'm not a geek. I mean, I'm a nerd, but I'm I just gotta I like do not identify the specs, a and when they make fun of just show them just the tape the specs on the back, like yeah. make them cry with it. Like this has a four gigahertz processor. You Once get out of here with your two gigahertz processor. Yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. 
I just I don't know what I'm gonna do like the first two or three or four weeks that I'm at college without a laptop though because I'll just have my just phone, like, just like phone and my blogs. tablet. Just huh? like just the unedited phone vlogs. Oh, like actually upload them too? Yeah. Because I, I wanted to do like the podcast like the first week and talk about both of our first week of college. True. But yeah. I can get on. I actually can. Really I might have to set up video. Mumble again because I there, I can re- Mumble. You could, I could walk you through recording Mumble. I could walk you through recording Discord, but I don't know if you'd screw it up or not. Mumble is foolproof. So, like, could I, you're bringing your laptop to college, right? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, so yeah. what I can, I can download Mumble on my phone or my tablet, and then I can have you record and send me the files for later editing. Right. Uh, How would you upload it, though? I'd have to wait until I get the laptop and edit. Oh, right. That's true. But for recording. Yeah, we could do that. And you'd have to be the live, oh, you'd have to do the live streaming. Because I won't be on live stream. Well, it would be cool to live stream their podcasts. Because mm. I kind of like that we live stream these podcasts because people can talk to us. I'm going to make sure nobody's talking to us. Um, but yeah, I, I like the fact that we live stream even though nobody you know looks at them uh, like they have the option to. I just feel like it's weird live streaming like we're not actually here. Yeah, but um, you know, like the Linux Action Show for the past year and a half since they changed hosts, their live stream there is uh, from two different locations. Yeah. Like professional people do that. You know, news people do that every day. They, like, now I'm bringing on this person from Washington, Pretty and much. it's like, it's like they they're probably just in another room in the same building. With but a are green we gonna screen. be able to like have both of us like on the screen still? Not if I'm just using. Well, if I'm like Google Plus Hangouts, if you do it on your end, we can. Yes, yeah. but if I'm doing it with my phone, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't live stream from both of us from my phone. Um, but it's just gonna suck. Like, not having a freaking computer for a month. Yeah, that sounds awful, actually. I'm going to have to come home every weekend to use my computer. But, like, eat, like on weekdays, it's just going to be, like, I'm, like, I'll have nothing to do with my downtime. Like, I've got my tablet. I'll be, like, all I'll have to do is, like, read and watch, like, YouTube on my tablet. I probably won't have much to do either, really. Well, you've got a, you you yeah, have a laptop though. You have the ability like to do stuff. Netflix. How much do I have to pay you to rent your laptop until I get a laptop? <laughs> I don't know if I need my laptop though. Like, oh, uh, for classes. We'll I guess you're in higher level classes I'm starting. Out. I'm trying to think. Because like I'll be, I I'm confident yeah. I'll be able to get through a month of school without having my own laptop. Yeah, we'll probably we'll have the labs. Probably yeah, fine, actually. I don't know. So how much? <laughs> I don't know. That can be discussed later. I I, I could day. bring uh like I one of my fix my charger though. Uh, I could bring one of my my like Windows ninety five, or like nineteen ninety eight Apple laptops like, like just for show like they don't I wouldn't be able to do anything useful on them but I could just like pull it out and set it on the desk and have no, it there. It's just my laptop for show. <laughs> just so I don't look like the idiot without a laptop. Are you the guy who would sit in the back though? Like you don't sit in the back. Then. Oh no, not to class. I'm just talking oh. like there. Oh, just in your dorm. Right. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be bringing a 17-inch gaming laptop to my classes. Right. Unless I know that I need Were it. Were you just talking about bringing, like, your flashy laptop, like, in the class? Yeah, my... Problem? Yes, it would be a problem if I needed to, but if I don't need to, then I'm not going ever, to. I don't think they can require you to bring a laptop. No, I don't think they can either. Yeah. But if they sure. request it... And I All want right. to be able to use it. Or if they say, like, bring your laptop, you can take notes. Like, like, I would feel comfortable taking out a ThinkPad to take notes. I would not feel comfortable taking out, like, like, an Alienware to take I mean, notes like, on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Use, like, a makeshift duct tape case. 
I'm just gonna get the one with the least amount of lights on it. I'm surprised you can't get one with lights. Like, you'd think maybe it'll glow, That's but... what I'm saying. Like, they... okay. the lights, though, I don't think they're weird. Like, I don't think I like Christmas lights. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> like, lights. Bulb, like, bulbs in it. No. Well, all right. So the highest okay. end one with the desktop graphics card, yeah. it opens up, and then there's lights on the back of, like, the thing. Like, like how do they look? Like, what are the lights like? I can freaking pull it up for you to see. It really depends, I guess. It'd be weird if it was, like, a border around, like, the back, but... Yeah. It was, like... They're not, they're not as flashy as Alienware. It was, like, just a logo? I think that'd be fine. No. It's not that either. All right. So here is the... And I don't like that, like, the higher end you get, like, their cheap, cheap, dirt cheap ones mm-hmm. look really fine, but, like, their expensive ones look ridiculous. So oh, here's, like, those are the lights on this one. That's not too bad. I don't. You think you could, You think you don't? You, didn't you say you could turn those off, like dim them at least? I don't know if you can turn those off or not. I know you can change the color on the back. I, way, you can turn the keyboards off. You, but those, the, I think that looks a little silly. If it's in the day, no, I think it looks silly. What the fact that it's just got this little thing connecting it? What the oh that in the middle? Yeah. Well, that's actually thicker than most hinges. It's just, just the, the fact that it's one, but that's actually more space connecting it than most. So just, here's the. Um, this oh, is the one that I think they actually like, System seventy six turns when you're it off. On with like the lights on, it's not gonna be that bright or anything. No, but I know it's not gonna be that bright, but it'll just look even stupider because this lights doing nothing. All right, so this one actually has a light. All right, if I touch this, will it stop spinning? No, you see that strip there? Yeah. That's actually a light, and I think they turn this off for you if you get it from System seventy six. If I got this from any other company, there would be this light on the bottom. That strip there would be lighting up. Uh-huh. See, that's not bad. Now, see, this one, like, the back of it looks nice and classy. And this is the one that I'll probably end up getting because that's within my price range. Yeah, that's nothing with that one. Huh? Yeah, nothing with that one, so why don't you just get that one? Yeah, that's what I'll probably get. They're out of them, though, right now. Well, they're out of them all of them. I know they are. It's annoying. All right, we're going to stop streaming now because i got to watch a stream in about 20 minutes.